Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. To episode 67 of the Project Group Podcast, your holistic and common sense pursuit of health and wellness. What's going on, good people? I know it's Saturday. I know it's Saturday, but here we are. Here we are. I didn't get a chance to upload on Wednesday, so I figured... Why not today? Got a little block of time on my hands. But it really ain't a reason, real talk. I actually was listening to this sister earlier. And she really got me, really got me fired up. I just love her delivery. A lot of what she was saying are things that I've said before, things that I've attempted to share. But, um, you know, it was the, it was the energy behind. Like, I'm so attracted to those who are speaking truth right now and those who are speaking it unapologetically i love it like it just resonates with you this is a beautiful part about really kind of working on yourself right really becoming in alignment with source with all when you really align with that you will begin to see that you ain't got to go begging nobody. You ain't got to no, go online harassing people to link up with you or to send you, you know, uh, this, this, that, or the other, or let them work with you. Like, you ain't got to do none of that stuff. I'm telling you, you will, vibrationally, you will begin to align yourself and to get the things that you need, the people that you need, the people that you need to come in contact with, the messages you need to receive. It, it just... It works like clockwork, I'm telling you. But it got me to thinking. It got me to thinking, I mean, what she was hitting on, it kind of confirmed why I can't, I can't, I can't let up. So there's a part of me that doesn't, like we start talking about consciousness, there are a group of people who have kind of come into that, right? They, they have left kind of standard thinking, they have left you know, the establishment's religion for the most part, and they're becoming, you know, kind of walking into another, you know, uh, life of, of knowledge and, and, and being and awakening and all that good stuff, right? And it becomes so draining working with those who are not conscious. It becomes draining. And you get to a point where sometimes you're like, man, F it, bro. You either, you either gonna get it or you ain't. And, and that is true. However, this was a reminder for me, as I always self-check, that never underestimate the power of information, right? It's not about you trying to go out and convert people. It's really not about you trying to go out and really wake people up. That's really not our job here. But to share the information, there's some power in that. And I'm reminded, the moments that I was asleep for a long time, 
that, and I don't remember exactly what the one thing was. People are like, well, what was it that actually, you know, kind of woke you up? It wasn't really one thing. It wasn't really one moment, right? It, it was a combination. It was a collection of things that began to drop seeds, that began to dust off that spirit inside, right? It, it began to kind of clean that wax out of my ear so that I could kind of listen to myself again. But my point is that I can't underestimate the power of the information that I received. Even though it happened, it could have happened in, in little increments. It could have happened in little droppings of things that I heard. And I think ultimately what really saved me was as ignorant as I was, I was still smart enough not to completely be uh, a jackass. And what I mean by that is I would still listen to people who I disagreed with. Now that I had a limit to it now. And if I felt like you was really, now I, I was I was deep, you know, in the church. So if I felt like you was really going against my savior, then, then I would have to eventually kind of, eh. And I would just, in, in good, look, in a good-hearted way, I would say to myself, I would begin praying for this person. Like, because they were lost. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's just so funny. Like, you lost and you praying for somebody else that's lost. Like, and that's what's the, that's the cool part. Like you essentially, all of what you've been praying for someone else is what you needed for yourself. Right. But anyway, but my, what I'm saying is that these little pieces, these little things helped to stir up something in me that I began, my eyes began to awaken. Now, for me, it was more so kind of on a spiritual level, too, because something wasn't adding up anymore to me. And there was a constant battle on the inside. And as I prayed, it was like I no longer felt the connection anymore. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I, I can't. It's so very hard to explain that place. But it was. It, have you ever seen the. um? Matter of fact, the movie, I finally saw the movie. So I don't watch a lot of movies or, or TV. You know, I, I do more documentaries. But I finally watched the, um, what's the little crazy black movie that came out? Get Out. So I finally watched that. And you remember as he goes in a sunken place? Like, that's kind of what I felt like. <laughs> like, I'm in a place. I don't know what the place is. I see that there's another place that I could access, but I can't, and I don't know why. Does that make sense? But anyway, so she was going in on um, <laughs> just us in general, man, how playtime is over. And she referenced Pastor Porkchop. I like that. I'm going to start using that, Pastor Porkchop. That we, this is who we listen to. We will week after week, like, this is what I want people to think about. This is when I started slowly, like, I never told anybody, but in my mind, the wheel was beginning to move, like, is this it? So do you literally just get up every Sunday, you go to church, you mark it off your list of things to do, and then you do it again, 
Then I began to think about all the years of churches, right? So I began to, and I was curious, like I had never really read the Bible from front to back. So I'm like, okay, you know, as I'm getting serious with this thing, I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to be a real student. And as I'm going through and I'm reading, I'm like, why? I've been in the church for 20 plus years. I've never heard any of these things. Now, granted, some people could say, well, that's your fault. You know, you're supposed to be a good steward and do whatever. Maybe. But what I'm saying is that if I'm if, I, if I've been in the church as long as I've been, you mean to tell me that there are a strong. So let's do the math. All right. It's 12 months, four Sundays out of the month. You know what the end is. There are some with five weeks. So just at minimum, right? 48 Sundays. I'm getting 48 sermons for, let's say, 20 years. And you mean to tell me I'm only hearing the same sermons no matter, I, no matter how many different churches I go to, no matter how many different pastors I sit under, they are recycling the same Bible stories, although there are hundreds of other stories. And things like that began to like, hmm, that's strange. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I know health and wellness. I'm going to reel it in, baby. Just stay with me. I'm going to reel it in. But essentially, what she was saying was what I've seen. How... We will hoop and holler, fall out. I'm from the country, Baptist church. So if I was to go home today and go to church tomorrow, this is what's going on. The first two hours, baby, it is worship and praise and you falling out and you shouting and you, you, you know, having a towel being laid over you and we doing all of that and look around. Every, almost everybody ass in the church still sick. I'm waiting on Jesus to save me and heal my body. Jesus going to heal my body and still sick. And we get up off the floor. My sister was like, we get up off the floor after rolling around on the floor Sunday after Sunday with no solutions. I was like, oh, that's good. Oh, because I've seen it. I see it right now. I ain't got to look no further than my family. I ain't got to look no further. I got all the examples. And don't nobody see a problem with this. Nobody. This is the bizarre part. So, it got me to thinking. It got me to thinking. Because here's the deal. It really don't matter what I tell you could help you in regard to what you eat. Or maybe it does matter. Shit, I don't know. The emphasis, the reason that I keep banging on this is because unless you understand how it is you think and why it is you think that way it's gonna be very difficult for you to make that paradigm shift like i can't tell you that you are essentially god and that you can heal yourself because the religious programming is gonna say that's blasphemy you're gonna ignore me matter of fact you're going to say I'm a heathen and probably, you know, the Antichrist or something. I can't tell you, right, that faith without works actually means that although belief is important, that you got to actually do something. There are some universal or, 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 or you could say nature, laws of nature that you have to follow, in order to get what it is that you want, in order to live this life of health, wellness, and abundance, I can't tell you that because religious programming gonna say I'm a victim. No, 
no, God is, I just have to have faith. And if I could just touch the hem of his garment, it would just make it all better. I can't tell you <laughs> that as a man thinketh, so is he. You know why I can't tell you that? Well, I can tell you that, but you don't make no connection to what it really means. Right? I, you, you can't see how you stand in victim mode makes you a victim. You can't see how believing you are sheep. Think of the theme of religion. You are sheep waiting on a shepherd. So when you think like a sheep, then you are sheep and you are a follower. You see how this all comes together? I'm, I'm trying to show you how what you believe and how you believe specifically related to religion and church is why you're not getting the results, baby. That's what I'm trying to show you here. That's what I'm trying to tell you here. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you not only what I've witnessed and seen with my own two eyeballs, but also what I experienced myself. So when, when do we make the connection? When do we say something wrong with Pastor Porkchop? Who can supposedly, supposedly he was a chosen one that is to guide me on what the keys to the afterlife is. But that Negro can't guide me on the keys to this present life. Something wrong with that. And so you see us. It's so many examples of how religion got us acting a damn fool. Look in the streets. Look at all this little civil, social, civil rights, you know, race stuff. <laughs> From birth, depending on when, depending on when you started. When you got caught up in the church. From birth, somebody been telling you what to think and how to think. Matter of fact, been encouraging you not to think. See, this is when you really break this thing down. Like, religion essentially tells you that God made you so dumb that you need somebody else to tell you what to do and how to do it. Like, God made you so dumb that you don't know how to tap into your divineness and make good decisions. You got to consult with somebody else. And women, feminists, that's what's so funny. Like, <laughs> look at the way the, the Bible is written. It's all about what you need to do. It's all structured around how to keep the woman in check you don't find that interesting i mean it really ain't interesting because the book was written by men but it couldn't be any indiscrepant you know uh uh indiscrepancies with that because god inspired it i mean think about present day um nobody would lie or or be mischievous or backslide. I mean, the backsliding started current day. Nobody did that years ago, thousands of years ago. So everything that these guys wrote and put. <laughs> just trying to get you to think, man. I'm trying to get you to think. I'm trying to get you to access this life of health, wealth, and abundance. 
It's the wellness part. It's the wellness part that I, I keep getting urging to hammer in on. It's the wellness part. I'm trying to get you to see what is keeping you unwell. I'm trying to get you to see that anything that you keep that's off limits from questioning, that's, that's where you should hone in on. What I learned coming out of religion was that everything the church told me to stay away from was where all the gems lie. Ooh. Ooh. Everything that they told me was demonic, devilish, risque. Yep. That's where the gold lie. That's where the power lie. Why you think they want you to avoid sex so much? Ooh, some power there, baby. See, it ain't about you being loose. It's about you being able to control, right? So the church said, you don't, we don't want you controlling that because it's too powerful. So we're going to tell you. We're going to tell you how to control that, right? We're going to tell you when to do it and how to do it. And here we have current day, present day. This is where we are. Sick. Sick. Like. Pray for, you know, grandpa so-and-so got cancer now. Pray for uncle so-and-so he got cancer now. Hell no, I ain't praying. Praying for what? That Negro didn't pray to get it. Who we praying for? Praying didn't give it to him. So how's praying going to get rid of it? What else was you doing? We ain't going to look at that. We ain't going to look at no habits. What kind of work did you put in? I mean, because it says faith without work, so so it's dead. And, and you've attracted something to your life, so you done put in some work. That's what we need to discuss. This is embarrassing at this point. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing where we are as a people. It's embarrassing that with as much access to knowledge that we have now, that we are still stuck. And we can't see it. And I don't think that we can't see it. I really don't. Not not, not when I really, really think about it. I think it's more about we don't want to see it. Real talk. I don't, I don't think that we just can't see it. For some, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's true. But for others, no, we don't want to see it. It's too scary. It's too scary to come out of that, that comfort zone. It's too scary to shift that foundation. Not even shift it, but to shake it. So... We rely on Pastor Porkchop to tell us what to do. Because to whom much is given, much is required. And we rather do less than be required to do more. Ooh. No, 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 I ain't say that right. We rather receive less than be required to do more. And so when I think about, you know, today, a Saturday, it's so much easier to just chill. And go to church tomorrow and pray for everything that you want versus on this Saturday, especially if you off, that you make it your day to improve your life. Whatever that looks like. I don't know. Okay. It could be eating. It could be cooking for yourself. It could be just quiet time. It could be a yoga class. You know, it could be reading. It could be just going outside, getting some sunshine and some fresh air. It could be a walk at the park. I don't know. But when I think about the time that we waste sitting in a church, and I'm going to use the word waste because that's what I think. 
And I'm not just saying I'm not saying that there is absolutely no good in church because it benefited me. It, it, it was what I needed during certain times in my life, right? It did serve a purpose. And I think it serves a purpose for the blind. It does. No, you know, no disrespect. But what I am saying is, yes, I do believe that it's a waste of time because when you calculate the amount of time, do you, this is what I, this is what I want to get people to see. Think about the time, the amount of time that we spend in church and the amount of time that we claim we don't have. We have no time to work on our health. We have no time to take to ourselves to work on our wellness. But we got time to be in church three or four damn days a week. Don't nobody see no problem with this? Well, that is part of my wellness, bro. Okay, I have to go there. That's how I make it through the week. Well, that's a problem. Because at some point, when you do something, you should grow from it. If I carry my ass to the gym, right, and I get on the, the, um, the bench press, if I do that three times a week, in 12 weeks, you're going to see a difference. It's impossible. It's impossible. I mean, unless I'm just, I don't know, I could just be eating crazy or something. But that's going to be a change. If nothing else, there's a level of strength that I'm gaining. My point is that if this is your way to um, improve your health, so you say, this helps with your wellness. Damn, why you ain't improving? Why is this like a drug? Why you got to go get a hit every week? And by Tuesday, your shit about to fall apart again. Ain't no substance. That's a problem with that. And I ain't buying that it's just all the people. All the people just ain't working. You know, all people ain't righteous and faithful. And they will do the right thing and have faith. They will see results. That's BS. I ain't buying it. The numbers, the numbers ain't adding up. You got too many people. You got... You got too many people who are sick. You got too many people who are frustrated and lonely and disappointed. You got too many people that ain't even enjoying life, man. What good are you? It's a poison. I'm going to say it. I think the church, I think religion has been the worst thing to ever happen to humanity. That's why we still sick. And that's why we still unwell. And this is why I passed the pork chop. You don't need no look. This ain't no disrespect to nobody, all right? I'm not, I'm not, I don't speak in absolutes when it comes to people, right? Because it's different people, okay? It's different people, and some of us are more genuine, some of us are more legit than others, right? Based on our choice, right? Of course. However, there's some tomfoolery going on. And the fact that you will put all of your faith in another person, you give more faith into your pastor than you do yourself. My Lord. This is mental psychosis at its finest, man. It's it's almost like we, we go back to the praying for somebody because they got cancer. You mean to tell me, in your own words, you told me that God allowed this to happen. So you're going to pray to the same God that allowed it to happen to actually remove it now. Oh, God, I know it was your will for me to get this cancer, but can you please heal me from it? Do you understand how psychotic that sounds? Do you understand how psychotic that sounds? We don't. I know we don't. 
Because I didn't understand when I used to believe that nonsense. And I don't even know. I don't know if it's more about showing us just... I don't know, man. I, like I said, I look at my family, bro. Everybody popping pills. Everybody overweight. And singing to Jesus every week. I'm just saying, you got to ask your boy, like, you got to question your boy Jesus. Like, where you at, homie? It's either one or two things has happened. Either your God, your Jesus, or whoever you pray to is on some BS, right? And they not who you think they are. Or you misinterpreted who they are, who they're supposed to be. You're passing the buck. And you are not being self-accountable and self-responsible for yourself. One of the two things is happening. Or maybe both. I don't know. But what I'm saying to you is, you can get up tomorrow. You can go to church and that's cool. If it makes you feel better, I think people should do what makes them feel good. I ain't telling you not to go. See, that's the difference between me and, um, oh, I should say current. Well, I wasn't even that crazy even when I was in religious. I just didn't. I never felt comfortable it never made sense to me why it was my job to, to be responsible for other people. I didn't understand why it was my job to go and win souls. Like, why is that my job, nigga? You don't want to die on the cross. Like, why is that my job? Like, <laughs> I never understood that, right? I didn't. But, <sighs> boy, it'd be exhausting. I, I, I really, I swear to you. I really be sitting and thinking, like, how how do you help people? How do you help people help themselves? How? And um, one thing I'll say is this. All of us play a role, and all of us are connected together. And just like I was saying, my sister who was speaking earlier, Her words resonated with me, kind of inspired me a little bit. That if all of us would take our job seriously, and what is our job? To be our best, to operate in our space, to be to to get in alignment with source, whatever that is, right? I don't care what you. I, I get so tired of names. Don't y'all realize names are dumb? Have you ever actually sat down and thought about who created the word God? You think God? You think God shouted down from heaven and said, "Yo, call me God, G O D." Spell it that way. Use, yeah, use their letters, G-O-D. No, not your letters, their letters. You see how crazy that is? All this shit is made up. Somebody made up all of this stuff. And you are in bondage because it's, because someone else made it up and now got you feeling guilty and fearful. So you live by it and you live according to it. Look, man, if you can't dig what I'm saying, it's cool. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep, you know, ignore me. Pray for me. Do whatever it is that y'all do to heathens and stuff. That's cool. It don't matter. But if you still listening, then let me know. It's for a reason. Don't mean you agree with me. Don't, don't mean you think I'm right. But there's something in your spirit that connects with what I'm saying. And you got to find out what that is. But what I'm saying to you is this. Whether we're talking about Saturdays whether we're talking about past the pork chop or just consciousness in general, right? Spirit don't lie. 
the whispers on the inside don't lie. And I have a person right now, it's crazy. It's crazy to see it where they've literally convinced themselves that, you know, healing their body and losing weight ain't possible. They just, they have convinced themselves like strongly that they are just big boned, you know, and they can't do it. And, you know, what I've advised doesn't work, even though they haven't followed it exactly no more than a couple weeks, right? <laughs> but they are convinced of this. And I'm trying to get people to understand the power of the mind. This is why I'll go ahead and put my theory out there because I ain't got no fear, man. If, if, if you if you look at me differently, you can't, you know, jive with me because of, of the way I see things, then damn it, don't. Don't listen. Don't follow me. Don't. It's fine. Do you know how many people on this earth? Get gone. Go find somebody that you connect with. Do you understand how easy that is? Do you know how much of an idiot you look like? Trying to tell somebody you don't like what they're doing. Well, stupid. Then don't then don't follow them. Don't connect with what they're doing. Block them. Whatever. Anyway, I was about to say something. Damn it. What was I about to say? I lost my point. It was it was really good. Um I don't know. I don't know what I was about to say. I know what I'm saying. We're talking about the power of the mind. My theory about the power of the mind. It really ain't no theory. I mean, it's proven. But essentially, I believe nothing has power unless you give it power. Yeah. So you can pick up a rock from outside. You can begin to caress that rock. You can put it, you can begin to do rituals with that rock. You can begin to, you know, uh, carry it with you everywhere that becomes your good luck rock and the moment that you don't have that rock with you you notice bad things happen and you're like i told you i told you that's my favorite rock. i told you that's my good luck charm that's my good luck rock so is the rock powerful is it is a rock powerful is that rock more powerful than a rock you found the next day or did you give power to that rock uh-huh I don't know. That's what you got to ask, and that's what you got to figure out. Let me know. Let, let me know how to help you help you. For real. All I know is past the pork chop job depends on you to thrive, right? A doctor and a pastor essentially in the same line of work. Their livelihood depends on you being sick and dependent. Dependent. Make sure I put emphasis on that. Not independent. Dependent. Doctors and pastors. Their livelihood thrives on you being sick and dependent. And the moment that you figure that out, you'd be like, oh, okay. Well, well then, well, Rook, not all pastors. I didn't, nigga, I didn't say all pastors nothing. I'm trying to get you to think. We so quick to just start flapping our lips about something. Just think for the first time in your life. To think. Take Saturdays, man. Saturdays are a gift. 
And I know a lot of us do different things. Some of us still work gigs on Saturday. Some of us got kids, so we got events and things that we, we are obligated to. And some of us just got family crap and, uh, <laughs> that, you know, we got to do. But I'm telling you, look, you will find time to do what it is that you need to do to begin to shift your life. Les Brown says, what does he say? I'm willing to do whatever it takes, as many times as it takes, for myself. I, I got that wrong, but that's the gist of it. Saturdays, baby. Saturdays. Saturdays. And I really like that name, Pastor Porkchop. <laughs> His ass popping blood pressure pills and cholesterol pills. And he trying to tell you that God heals. By his stripes, we are healed. Shut your ass up. Like, you just cannot. You 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 can't tell me that no more. I ain't believing it. I'm not believing. Something ain't adding up. This is, this, is the, this is how I learned that the church, the people in the church are under a spell. They're under a spell. When I start breaking it down, I'm like, all right, so what was happening when I thought I felt the spirit? When I thought I was like the Holy Ghost had hit me, what was going on? What happens? Okay, I, I, I got to end this, man, because there's so many ways we could, we could take this. But when you begin to think about what goes on in church, take the music out. Take the music out and just go and sit and listen. Go through your program and have the pastor speak and then leave. And see if you would get the same reaction. See if you would get the same, uh, uh, um, what's the word? Um, the same um, response. Take the music out. Because as I began to break this thing down, because I wanted to know, like, I used to say that myself. You can't make me doubt him. I know too much about him. Like, I felt it. And I, and I began to ask. I'm like, well, what was it that I felt? Because you can't, look, you can't deny what it was that I felt now. And I began to get deep into vibration and energy. And if you find, if you look, and then most of the times when people are falling out and hitting the spirit in church. Now, check me out when I say this now. Because some of some of us just acting the fool. You know, we just doing that because that's what you're supposed to do. But I'm talking about those who really get in tune and that music gets to going. It's a ritual, y'all. This is it, I'm telling you, you're under a damn spell. Everything that you are against for other people, like what you consider pagan and and devilish, like nigga, you doing the same thing. You Do you understand the ritual of drinking blood and eating his body? That's some witch shit. <laughs> I never saw it. I never saw it out of the years that I did. I swear I never saw it. Like, y'all, you are in a cult. There are some rituals taking place. You're under a spell. And how do you get the people excited? How do you get them in tune? How do you get them connected? You get you start that damn organ. And we sing the song. And the lyrics play over and over. The same lyrics we play it over. And that same notes on the piano over and over. And before you know it, something happens in that place. 
We call it anointing. We call it the spirit came through. Something happens and you like it. And you feel good. And before you know it, the collection plate coming around. <laughs> oh, yeah. Check this out. And this is the last thing I'm going to say. The key to life is figuring out that everything comes down to energy and vibration. That may not mean a damn thing to you right now. But as you continue, as you continue to navigate this, if you're serious. See, when you're serious about this life game, you're willing to do whatever it takes. Right? And you're willing to touch that unfamiliar ground. You're willing to challenge yourself and what you believe. A faith untested is a faith that can't be trusted. And I say a truth untested is a truth that can't be trusted. And I'm telling you, the deeper you get into this, you're going to understand what I'm saying. If you never understand it, maybe it's for you the next lifetime. Whatever. But when you start to figure that out, you'll start to figure out why you ain't been getting results. You'll start to figure out why you've been praying, but your life results still look pissy. You'll start to figure out why there's a conflict with what you think you believe at your core level. And then what you see in the physical. Vibration don't lie. Doesn't matter. You can you can start looking at, you know, and I think you should do affirmations and write things down. But anytime there is a conflict. At the, at the spiritual level, at the subconscious level versus the conscious level, the universe is only going to respond to your vibration because vibration don't lie. So you can be saying things. This is I'm trying to save you from driving yourself crazy. I'm trying to save you from mental illness of following something and then not getting the results and not figuring out why you will put yourself in a mental prison. I'm trying to show you that when you start talking about health, I need you to be in alignment with what it is that you want. If you want the healing, you got to get in alignment with healing. You've been taught that sickness was the way. You've been taught poverty was the way. You've been taught rich is evil and wicked. You've been taught suffering, long suffering, bearing the cross. That's what you've been taught. And so when you try to throw some healing in there, whoa, there's some, it's like throwing um, water on some electronics, some smoke. <laughs> you start short-circuiting and you don't know why. Saturdays, man, huge Saturdays for your benefit. I don't care. Even if you do work, man, when you get off or before you go, Use that time to better yourself, to strengthen your mind, to to get your body right, to go to the farmer's market, whatever it looks like. Because the more that you seek, the more you will find. You're supposed to be confused right now. If you are, not if you're not. You know? But if you are confused right now, that's what you're supposed to be. Hmm. Your inner guide is trying to take you somewhere. It's trying to show you some things. 
you're all over the place. There's a reason that that confusion is there. But we know, as the good book says, God is not the author of confusion. This sounds like a conflict, doesn't it? It kind of really is. You're like, wait, this is where I'm supposed to be. But I, I look at it as when you start talking the word God, God is not, that's higher, that's just higher self, right? Is that too much? That's too complicated? I don't know. Maybe you'll get some out of this. Maybe you won't. Maybe I've just been ranting all over the place. But somebody was like, Dad, well, you know, you, you. Come, you come a little hard. When you gonna chill? I ain't never gonna chill. I ain't here to chill. But really, I am chill. <laughs> I can't chill. When I see people suffering unnecessarily, got a job to do, man. And now that I figured out that the path that I have taken this lifetime is ultimately the path that I've chosen, see, you will be more prone to listen to me if I heal myself versus, oh, I was just good. All this time I've just been good. So there are certain things that I have endured that I don't think I necessarily had to endure, but I believe on a deeper level I chose to endure because there's some greater things in store. And I'm trying to save. I don't even know if that's the right word because I don't like that. That's, that's, that's too much. It's too churchy for me I'm trying to save. But I was I'm essentially trying to show you how you can tap into another realm of things. Things get different. You ain't got to drive yourself crazy. You ain't got to just wait for Fridays every week. You ain't got to hate Mondays. You don't have to pop pills for the rest of your life. You don't have to be overweight and then tell you tell you try to tell yourself that it's all good because God made me this way. Why would God make you sick? And I believe, yeah, since I know that extra weight is waste and waste causes illness, then yes, I will call overweight being sick. So why would God make you sick? Do you understand how? <sighs> That's it, y'all. I, I look. I didn't mean to disturb your Saturdays. Actually, I did. I did. Anything that gets your wheels to moving, anything that gets you to think, a generational curse breaker, baby. That's what I'm here to do. We're breaking curses and taking names. And so if you're down with changing your life, if you're down with using your common sense to tap into your divineness, that God within, that God within I'm going to tell you right now, and, I, and I've said it several times, that one verse should knock most Christians on right on their back. When Jesus said, the kingdom is not coming, you may, don't, ain't no need to look high or low, because the kingdom ain't coming. The kingdom is within. Like, that verse right there, like, damn, how we miss that? I remember when I first read it. I didn't, and, and all the times I've been in church, I was like, I, I don't remember this. Why, why are we not putting no emphasis on this? I've never, to, to my recollection, I could be wrong. I, and if it happened, it had to have been maybe once. Maybe. Because I can't remember. I don't remember any pastor preaching about that. Probably coincidence, right? 
He probably didn't get a chance to. He didn't see. Oh, God didn't lead him to that. Because every week God leads him to the word. And somehow the word that God leads him to is always the same recycled words. Okay. Anyway, yeah. When you're ready to question your thoughts and your beliefs, holler at me. Come on over. The other side is waiting for you. <laughs> That's all I got, y'all. That's all I got. Hey, don't let Pastor Pope y'all run game for you.